It's a very exciting time coming up for uh, women's cricket, of course. Uh, seems to be their calendar gets more and more full as we speak, which is great for them. Uh, but it puts the onus uh, on head coaches. And, uh, of course, uh, the head coach for the White Ferns is Ben Sawyer. And this morning uh, he named a 15-strong squad. That includes the return of Northern District's uh, wicketkeeper Bernadine Bazudenhay. Uh, ben joins us now on SENZ. Uh, ben, thanks for your time. Um, pleased with your squad, obviously. It, it looks uh, a fairly consistent one. Yeah, I'm really happy with the, the team that we've been able to, to announce today. And, um, yeah, like I think across the board we've got, we've got options that, um, you know, we can put up against any team in the world in the World Cup. So, yeah, really happy with the side. Okay, so the, the big talking point uh, is uh, the selection of Bernadine as uh, wicketkeeper. Uh, how much wicketkeeping has she, has she been doing uh, with the Brave? Yeah, she, uh, she actually hasn't done a hell of a lot just at the moment. She did take a little knock on her finger, but um, she's good to go. And yeah, look, it's something we've been speaking about for a little while. And um, I know Maddie got an opportunity uh, during the Bangladesh series, but we'd actually spoken to Maddie about, about doing that while she was in the West Indies. So it is something we've been planning a little bit for. And um, we've tried a few different keepers, just like we have with the the batters and the quicks in particular. So yeah, look, Bernadine just has been opening the batting um, for Northern and, you know, has been doing really well and, and been able to play the game the way that we think we want to play. So yeah, really excited to have her back in the side. Of course, I've been playing quite a lot of Super Smash of late, Ben, and uh, before uh, the season started in that regard, uh, you basically said to the White Ferns to go out there and dominate the Super Smash competition. Have you have you got uh, what you asked for? Yeah, look, I think a few of them have, and, you know, the likes of Susie Bates in particular, and um, I thought Millie Kerr's been outstanding throughout, and, and look, there's obviously times where, um, you know, some of the players, like I look at someone like Lauren Down and and they've gotten their teams over the line in certain games. And that's really what we were after, that, you know, a few match-winning performances, they're, they're going to play in different positions than they would to us in the White Ferns. But if you can stand up and win a game for your association, then, you know, that's really what we're looking for. So, yeah, I've been happy that a few have been able to do that. Since coming into the role, Ben, you've uh, talked about establishing a brand of cricket that both is both entertaining and gives the White Ferns the best possible chance at success. Like uh, we, we talk about baseball with Brendan McCullum. Are you happy with the way that uh, Sawyer Ball is coming along? Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call that. But, um, look, yeah, look, we, we speak a lot about it, I'm happy to say. We, we've looked at the numbers and, you know, 160 is, is a really competitive score at the moment in, in women's D20 cricket and, and you'll win a lot of games. So, you know, that's... That's our minimum. That's what we're striving for each time. So it's really simple in terms of, you know, that game plan. And then it's just trying to figure out ways to do that, whether whether we go hard in the power play against certain teams or we try to finish really well. And, and I guess that's the matchups against opposition. But we know that that's the score that we're striving for. And then and then with the ball, we're trying to keep teams under 130. And, and they're the two goals that we have. And we're not going to get them every single day. But I think if we're pushing towards those, then we're going to play cricket the right way. So um, that's that's what we're chasing. On an even playing field, on a pitch that's going to last the distance, and hopefully they all do in T20 cricket, are you a, a side that prefers to stack it up or are you prepared, you prefer to chase? Uh, look, we haven't really, honestly, we haven't spoken about what, what we want to do in situations. Um, you know, I'm, I guess as a head coach and just me personally, I always lean towards runs on the board, but um, yeah, we're... We are a team that would just, you know, look at the wicket and conditions and, and play what's in front of us 
and I think that's the best way to be that we don't have to have a, a definite way of playing but um, yeah if you ask me personally I, I don't mind runs on the board You have um, brought in Craig Howard to work alongside uh, the spin bowling group of course and you have a, a very youthful one how, how have you found the development of, of your young spinners? Oh, mate, I, I think that's the standout of you know, I guess my time with the White Ferns and, and the thing that I'm most happy with is, is how well that group has gone and, you know, I, I've said this a number of times but, to, you know, to watch someone like Fran Jonas who hadn't played and, and to chuck her the ball and tell her to bowl the first over in, you know, back in the Commonwealth Games and then she's done that in every series and, you know, in front of big crowds at the Com Games and lots of people watching on telly and she just took it in a stride and um, she's been amazing and, you know, I think she's, going to less than five and five and over and yeah that's gonna be really tough in the world cup but you can only play what's in front of you and, and so far she's been able to do it every single time and then the likes of Eden Carson you know it's probably changed my thinking I've had a bit of a fast bowling background and you know always enjoy the quicks being insides but Eden's forced the way in and and made us probably go with a, a three spin attack and and you know they're playing really well as a group and, and they're putting up great numbers so um you know the two young girls have, have probably selection and, and that's a really good thing because it's, it's a positive one We've got a text coming uh, from uh, a listener when uh, we've uh, we knew that or we announced that we were talking to you and it's not a subject that's absolutely new but uh, again uh, the, the texter is saying not unnamed just by the by uh, no Lee Kasparuk uh, again who's uh, been around the scene for a long time but uh, has not managed to force her way into the squad uh, even though she's the leading super smash wicket taker in RPO so uh, does it look like the door's definitely closed on Lee? Uh, look, I can honestly say I've had chats with Lee and, and I'm happy to, to share that. And, and I guess in my time here, Eden and, and Fran and, and the younger spinners were contracted and and I want to show them their support. And, and they've done really, really well while they've been with us. So at the moment, they're going to get the support of, of me and, and, and the side. And But Lee's definitely one that they're looking at. And, and when she gets her opportunity, she'll get that same support from me so um, you know I look at it as I want the players to know that I've got their back and and know that you know while they're performing well which our spinners are doing then you know they've got our support so you know if and when that situation comes up that Lee gets her opportunity through injury or, or an opportunity elsewhere then you know she'll get that same level of support from us and, and Lee understands that and um, hopefully she gets her opportunity in the future but it's definitely not sharp she's a good player and, and always looking at her Cool. It's good news uh, for Lee in particular. Um, just on that news uh, of uh, injury, Fran Jonas uh, has had to withdraw from the under-19. What's the, uh, the status there for Fran? Yeah, look, we sent the girls over to the under-19s. I, I thought it personally really important that, you know, they only get to do this once and, and they're young kids and I want them to play with their peers and, and enjoy that. I guess the caveat to that was that if there was any sign of a little niggle or something that, that they would pull out and unfortunately that's what friend got she got a, a really small calf injury um it's only a two-week one uh, she'll be ready to bowl by the time the team gets over to south africa in the next few days but you know it did take precedence that, that she would sit out for that but um look she's ready to go and unfortunately she did miss out but hopefully she's enjoying the time with with her peer group over there and, and they're going outstandingly well winning three from three so so hopefully she's enjoying that Okay, uh, let's uh, look at uh, your warm-up um, schedule. Uh, what, what are you able to get? What work can you get in, get into the ladies before tournament proper? 
Yeah, I think we've got a, a really good schedule. Actually, we've got three games against uh, England, so they'll be really, really competitive ones. And um, you know, then we have the two sanctioned ICC warm-up games, one against England again, unfortunately, but that's dictated to us, and then one against the West Indies. So five really good games over there that, that'll be really competitive. And, and you know, we still got people vying for positions in terms of batting order and things like that. So um, they're important ones, and you know, we'll get to play most players throughout there because we're allowed, and, and we'll get to see different combinations again. So... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the three games against England in particular, who are a really strong squad. What do you know about the venues you're playing on? Uh, I don't know a hell of a lot, I'll be perfectly honest, but you know, it's one of the reasons. I know we announced it last week. We've been able to secure Mornay Morkel um, into the coaching staff, so I think that's a really great get for us, and, and his experience hopefully will, will help a little bit with that. Um, I don't think too many of the women's teams have played on those international grounds over there so um yeah having more i think it's going to be invaluable for us and and you know to help us give us that little bit of information but um yeah really looking forward to his involvement that is a major coup, I've got to say. Mourne Morkel, one of the uh, real modern-day terrific South African fast bowlers, of course. Um, so uh, it'll be great, even for the, the likes of the experienced uh, Leah Tahuhu, etc., Jess Kerr, to get alongside that man. Oh, mate, it'll be absolutely outstanding. And uh, look, it's funny how things work. I was just driving home in, when I was back in Sydney and, and heard him on the radio saying that he was coaching Namibia and, and looking to expand his coaching and, and I guess just took a little bit of initiative and, and gave him a ask for his number and got a phone call and, and he's you know he's been great already like in terms of we've had a you know a few little issues with you know organizing grounds and and warm-up venues and things like that and he's actually jumped on the phone and organized a few things for us so even just having someone on the ground like that's been great but yeah for Leah and and Jess and these girls to spend time with him and and hear a different voice um yeah I, I can't wait to learn myself as well so yeah really looking forward to it. I, I just uh, wonder uh, also about the, the structure of the tournament. Can you explain uh, the group phase, et cetera, to us and, and who you're up against early? Yeah, so we play Australia, South Africa, uh, Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. So they're in our group. Uh, top two will go through. Um, there's two pools, obviously. So top two from each and then a, a semi and a final. So, yeah, look, looking at, you know, obviously you have to come top two in your group. So... You'd have to think that our, our biggest challenges are Australia and, and South Africa and, um, you know, that we got those two straight up. So uh, we're going to know pretty early where we sit in this tournament. So, um, yeah, we need to hit the ground running when we get over there. In terms of, um, the, you know, are you expecting spin to be a big factor in this tournament? Yeah, I think it will. And I, I think, um, you know, from my understanding, there's three grounds. So... Um, you know, obviously they're going to get used a little bit and, and as the tournament goes on. And look, it's always a big factor in, in women's cricket. And, and again, like I said, you know, we've sort of looked at our numbers over the last few years and, and our spin attack has, has probably been more dominant than our pace. And, you know, that's something that we're going to go into the into the series with and and look to utilise. So I think as the, as the tournament goes on, it'll, it'll get more important as it always does. But, um, yeah, look, our, our three are bowling particularly well so um, I guess no matter the conditions we're, we're going to put them up and see how they go I know you're our man now uh, Ben but I, I would imagine you've had a, a pretty good look at uh, your former side Australia uh, are they the team to beat in your regard? Yeah I think they are they're, they're an outstanding team and you know they just they bat very deep and, and I think that's the, the key to their success is that 
you know, they, they talk about fearless cricket and, and everyone does these days. And, you know, they've, they've obviously got batters all the way down to, you know, number nine and ten, like someone like Jess Jonathan, I think, will bat nine. And so they can keep going. So I guess it, it's up to our bowlers to, to try to curb that. And, um, you know, I think that's where their strength lies. So yeah, if we can come up with plans for each one and, you know, just look to contain them a little bit, which is easier said than done, then, you know, hopefully then we can post a good score with the bat as well. But, yeah, look, they're an amazing team and, um, you know, they deserve their success. They work really hard, but, you know, we're going to put our best up against them. Uh, one of the other interesting developments in women's uh, T20 cricket in particular is uh, very seldom, of course, uh, there will be a women's IPL um, and uh, it's coming in at a, a fairly good um, financial rate uh, for the ladies, of course. So that's got to be a great carrot, um, uh, particularly for uh, people, um, you know, looking to make uh, those particular squads and, and even, I guess, uh, for the likes of coaching staff as well, Ben. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, look, it is. And there's lots of, you know, stories and, and bits of news floating around about it at the moment. And, you know, I heard a stat the other day that in terms of just the, um, media rights to it, that it's, it's probably the second biggest cricket tournament in the world just after the men's IPL. So, yeah, look, the girls have, I guess, worked really hard over a number of years and and a few of them are going to, like you just said, I guess, in a way, cash in over the next year. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, they deserve it. It's really exciting. And, you know, the likes of Sophie Devine and Susie Bates, you know, I think they get, they're going to be players that are sought after in, in these teams and, and, you know, really good luck to them. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing. I think the teams get announced on the 25th of Jan and, and then they start auctions and things from there. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where everyone ends up. Ben Sawyer, uh, always great to catch up with you. Congratulations on the naming of that squad and uh, all the very best in your preparations and for the tournament proper. Exciting times ahead. Thanks, mate. Yeah, no, really appreciate your support. Thank you.